Welcome to Good Enough with the Trauma Therapist, a podcast dedicated to empowering you to take control of your life, learning valuable strategies for healing and looking at mental health through a trauma-informed lens. Get ready to feel empowered and confident in managing your symptoms. And now, here is your host, licensed clinical social worker, EMDR therapist, and certified clinical trauma professional, Jamie Vollmuller. Welcome to Good Enough. I am your host, Jamie Vollmuller from Long Island EMDR. Today, I am so excited to be talking to you guys about productivity and self-worth. And this was a a theme that comes up with a lot of my clients. There are so many of us walking around, especially just working professionals, that feel way more in control and regulated in the workplace. And like, oh, like when I go to work, it's like everything's fine. And when I come home, it's utter chaos and I feel like a failure, right? And it's really interesting because there's so many people that are like workaholics, right? who put so much effort and energy into work because it's where they feel like they're thriving. But unfortunately, you know, what most people need to feel happy is that personal connection with other people. And it's really hard to get that meaningfully at work. Like you can get that external validation perhaps, but you're not going to get that, you know, once your job is over or you're not working there anymore, you're really not an important person. So many of these people who are highly productive at work feel really unproductive in their personal lives or feel like they are lacking in their personal relationships. So I wanted to look at that and talk about some of the key themes I've noticed in the clients that come to me with this issue. So the first thing is that their internal belief system that they have like their own worth is tied to productivity. So I'm only good enough when I complete certain tasks or make other people happy. And I think at work, just to, you know, difference between work and interpersonal relationships, it's easy to know how to achieve that at work, right? So that's easier for our brain to understand and feel more in control the need for external validation, right? Like at work, if you're a good employee, your boss wants to keep you. So they're going to keep complimenting you and giving you promotions and you are recognized often for your achievements. Whereas at home, that might not always be the case, right? Because it's the day to day and, you know, uh, kids aren't always very good at expressing gratitude and neither are our spouses sometimes or our family members that we help. So at work, we tend to get lots of external validation that we're not getting at home. And another thing would be that work feels more predictable and routine than at home. So work is easier for them because they know what to expect at work, right? There's there's a certain element to their day and they feel confident in their ability to overcome whatever obstacles come at them because they feel well-equipped to do their job. And they don't feel that same sense of routine predictability or confidence in in the home or in their interpersonal relationships. And the last theme that I noticed amongst these clients is that they have an easier time asking for what they need at work and setting boundaries at work and saying, I need help 
at work, right? Because they don't want to fail or have a project not follow through or, you know, be the reason something isn't up to company standards, right? So they're better at verbalizing what they need, the kind of help they need, and getting that support at work than they are at home. So what I want my listeners to do, guys, is I want you guys to think about some questions. Because if this is you and you are, you know, a workaholic or like a person who feels that they thrive in the their career, but really struggles in their interpersonal relationships, you know, the strengths that we have in one area of our life are strengths that we can carry through to other areas of our lives. So some of these questions might help you to figure out how to make these skills and strengths more transferable. So the first one that you really need to ask yourself is, how do I feel at work versus how do I feel at home? Right? So me and my husband were actually talking about this last night. And we both said like, at work, we feel valued. We feel productive. We feel in control. And at home, it just feels like, chaos and we feel put upon. We also take in a lot and are doing a lot of things. So we know that that will end soon. Um, But that's how we're both feeling right now. And that that explains a lot why both of us do feel more regulated in the workplace than we do at home. So ask yourself, what is the feeling? And it could be, you know, valued versus put upon, or it could be in control versus out of control, or it could be like, confident versus, you know, not confident. Like there are so many women who go to work and are boss ladies, right? Like they give all the commands. They have no problem telling anyone anything. And then they get home and they have a really hard time doing that with their kids, with their spouse. And that's because they they aren't as good in their interpersonal relationships at asserting those boundaries or saying what they need, right? So that would be the first question. How do I feel at work versus how do I feel at home? Like write that down, look at it, think on it. And then the next big question is what contributes to that difference in how I feel, right? Is it because I get more validation at work than at home? Is it because I feel more in control of my schedule at work than I do at home? Maybe, you know, at work you make your schedule and you're in charge of your day, but at home, you know, I don't know, maybe you're the the go-to person for everyone and you constantly have other tasks put upon you. That's kind of my problem. (laughs) Uh, So at home, I, I feel like my day is much more chaotic and less scheduled than at work. Do I set better boundaries at work or communicate more clearly at work than I do at home? What are the things that I'm doing that make me successful there that maybe I'm not doing at home that I can bring in to help me be more successful in the home? And then do I see val- more, more value in myself as a worker than I do as a spouse or a parent? And that could be tied to a lot of things that could be tied to our confidence level in our careers versus our parenting abilities or our uh, interpersonal relationships abilities or our, our feeling of being valued or good enough or wanted or needed in our relationships. There's a lot that can contribute to feeling more valued at work than in your interpersonal relationships. But if that's an issue for you, it's something to really look at. Because again, 
these skills that you have in areas of your life, whether that be work for you or not. But today we're talking about work. So if you feel more valued at work than you do in your interpersonal relationships or other areas of your life, the strengths that make you valued there are strengths that are transferable, guys. They are strengths that you can bring into and skills that you have that you can utilize in all areas of your life. And there are certain things that once we get back from break, we will talk about that can contribute to you having a harder time in our interpersonal relationships, being assertive, setting boundaries, feeling confident, right? Because maybe you were a kid that always was good at school. Like that was me. I was so good at school. School was like my safe zone. It's like the the place that I had control. And if I did the right things, I knew I'd get good grades and I knew it was expected of me. Whereas at home, I didn't constantly, I didn't feel like I always knew what the expectations were. And it was harder for me to meet the expectations because I didn't have clear understanding of what those were for me. And I think that transferred over for me from high school into college and then into my work life. I've always just felt like work is a place where I know what is expected of me and I can achieve those goals. And it took a lot of work on myself to learn how to transfer that into my interpersonal relationships and all of the skills that I developed in my career and in school. Transferring those communication skills, the compassion, the the creativity, what I am good at into my interpersonal relationships really changed my life. So stick around, guys. Thank you for listening to Good Enough with a Trauma Therapist. This is your host, Jamie Vomeler. If you live in the states of New York or Missouri, we'd love to work with you. New Yorkers, give us a call at Long Island EMDR at 631-503-1539 or visit our website at liemdr.com. And for those of you living in Missouri, please call Brave Counseling and Psychiatry at 573-825-6441. Visit brave-mo.com. Welcome back to Good Enough. I am your host, Jamie Vomeler from Long Island EMDR. And today we are talking about productivity and really self-worth and why some people might feel more productive or safe or in control in the workplace than they do in their interpersonal relationships, right? So before the break, we went through some themes I've noticed in clients and questions to ask yourself to bridge the gap to help you feel more regulated and pull those strengths over and figure out what those strengths are. And now I really want to talk about like, okay, so now what are the strengths, right, we have in the workplace? And some of those could be, you know, clear communication, your ability to ask for support, your creativity at work, your patience, detail-orientedness, assertiveness, problem-solving skills, or dependability, whatever makes you like a really, really good employee or feel really, really regulated there, or just knowing, knowing the expectations, right? Like for me, knowing the expectations is a very big thing. And that does help to know what's helping in that arena of your career because you can pull that into your interpersonal life. And so every strength that you have in any area of your life is transferable. 
It can be adapted to other areas of your life. And the thing I love about the work that we do doing EMDR therapy is that when we do EMDR therapy on, like, if I do EMDR therapy with somebody who is super productive at work, right, we can resource and strengthen that resource on what makes you feel productive there and how, what makes you feel good there and strengthen those neuro connections in those areas where we do have positive beliefs about ourselves. So if you are a person that feels like, oh yeah, at work, I'm amazing, right? And I'm capable, I'm strong, I'm good enough. I am all the things that I struggle to feel like in my interpersonal life. We can do EMDR on all of those positive beliefs and all of the things from your career that you remember that reinforce that. And the beautiful thing about doing EMDR, it is brain-based, guys. So we're forming stronger neuro connections. And that doesn't just apply to work because our brain doesn't work that way. It doesn't categorize things like that. If we strengthen the belief that we are good enough or we are valued or we are competent or loved or whatever it is that you are struggling with, right? Or you can ask for help. You can get the support that you need. If we can strengthen that, that will carry over to other areas of your life. And so we call that generalizing, right? So it generalizes to other areas. And the beautiful thing about the brain is your brain will take you from those positive work experiences, but also it will take you to positive interpersonal experiences where you have felt good enough or valued or loved uh, because those experiences do exist. It's just that our brains tend to focus on what's a threat or what's a problem, right? It's a survival skill. Our brains are built to help us survive. And for a long time, threats were a real problem. The way civilization is right now, what we categorize as threats, I think that's why they say first world problems, right? Because what we categorize as a problem really isn't a problem. If we think about it, it's it's not really a problem. It's not really affecting you unless you choose to allow it to affect you. (laughs) Like it's not, unless, you know, I'm not saying that for everyone, guys. Some people are struggling with abuse or food insecurity or financial issues. There are some people that do have Uh, significant struggles. So I'm not saying that, but I think the vast majority of us in America don't have that struggle of worrying about where they're getting their next meal or worrying about, you know, how they're going to keep a roof over their head or how they're going to get water, carrying buckets of water over your head for miles to make sure your children have water for the day. Like our struggles are not that great right? Our lives are pretty good. They're pretty cushy. And even those of us who struggle, there's more social support for them to get what they need, right? We have more resources than the rest of the world. And what EMDR does is help your brain to realize that, that these things are not threats. They are not going to harm you. And you have the capability and the skill set to overcome and try new things. So, <sighs> neuroconnections in the brain. It's a beautiful thing. So, here's an example of someone who struggles with work productivity and how we can utilize that to help strengthen them in other areas. 
process. So for me specifically, I have done a lot of my own EMDR therapy. And one of the things I did it on was feeling really positive about my role as an entrepreneur, right? And and what I've accomplished and feeling good enough in that and feeling validated in that and, and confident in that. And doing EMDR really helped me to feel less anxious transferring those skills into my interpersonal life. Because I think the thing is, guys, it's not that we don't know what we need to do, right? Many of us have really good insight, right? We know what the problem is. We know that maybe our boundaries aren't good or, you know, maybe we're not as assertive as we should be. Or, you know, maybe we don't ask for what we need or ever say what we need or make time for ourselves. We know all these things, but the internal anxiety when it comes to those interpersonal relationships is so high that it feels really way too scary to address them. And what EMDR helps you do is when we strengthen the positive beliefs, right, and de-link the negative beliefs. It makes it so that that anxiety level that might be like an eight or a 10 goes down quite a few notches. When you complete a full treatment plan, it should be down to like a one or a zero. But even in the beginning, like even if you just came for a weekend and you are a person who really, really struggles with asserting boundaries in your interpersonal relationships because it feels really scary. It feels like they're going to abandon me or I'm not going to be valued. And maybe you don't have that insecurity at work because, again, you feel like at work, like, eh, if they don't like me here, I'll just go get another job. I know I'm great, right? But at, at in your interpersonal relationships, that might feel a lot more scary, Or it could be that like in your interpersonal relationships, you get so dysregulated that you're afraid to have these conversations because you're afraid you're going to get dysregulated and yell and it's not going to go well because historically that's what's happened. What EMDR does is help you stay in a regulated body. It helps it so that your body is not registering these conversations as threats. So, And when you're more regulated, that person you're talking to is going to be more regulated because if they start yelling and you're still calm, people generally will follow the tone of whatever you're setting. And if you don't escalate with them, you know, it still might not be the best conversation, but it's not likely to escalate to the points that it has in the past because you are calm and you are regulated. And that is what EMDR does. It helps you to feel more regulated doing things that would normally cause you to have extreme anxiety. And when we can practice that in real life and learn from those real life examples, that also goes to further the work you're doing in therapy to further strengthen those connections. So anyone who wants to improve their ability, right? EMDR is not just for trauma. It's for you know perf- performance enhancement, let's say. And a lot of people do say that. It's performance enhancement. It's how do I make myself the best human that I can be? How can I feel the best that I can be um, all the time and be in a regulated body? So if you are resonating with any of this, if you feel like EMGR might be a good fit for you, uh, please give our office a call. Thank you for listening to Good Enough with the Trauma Therapist. We appreciate you listening. 
While our host may provide some personal and professional advice, we want to remind you that this show is for entertainment purposes only. Each individual situation is unique and good enough is not a substitute for mental health treatment. If you need a therapist and are located in New York or Missouri, feel free to reach out to us at liendr.com or brave-mo.com. I want to remind you guys that you are good enough.